0: Welcome to Where the Lotus Grows, Getting Dirty and Growing Strong with Kimberly Searle and Tanya Drew. As integrative, sustainable movement educators and health advocates, our goal is to provide you with evidence-based information gathered from research, experts in the field, and our personal and professional experience to help you advocate for your own health and wellness. Our mission is to collaboratively navigate the thick, muddy waters of life to empower, accept, and cultivate our most authentic selves. Hi, Courageitarians! Welcome back. A shout out to Box 58 reads, Beyond enjoying your discussion in the matter, the episode was very personal to me. I've always been way too commitment prone. It's been a blessing and a curse. I commit to others too quickly and too long especially those who prove to not deserve it. In contrast, the commitment to myself and what speaks to my spirit has almost always been a struggle. So thanks for the discussion and helping me listen to myself more. Thank you, Box 58.
1: Oh, yeah. Thank you, Box 58. That's fantastic. That must have been episode 27, the commitment episode for all of our friends who might just now be tuning in and um, want to go back and give that one a listen or maybe re-listen. We really appreciate hearing from you. Feel free to leave us a comment whenever you get
0: a chance. So today we're going to talk about the healing power of mantra. So I'm going to tell you just a little bit more about mantras. And a little disclosure, I have difficulty speaking English. And so my (laughs) Sanskrit is not always the best and um so if you're very fluent in sanskrit i apologize that i may not uh speak appropriately but i will do the best that i can <laughs> uh mantras have, have a profound healing pa- power and it's an exchange of energy that feels like you are floating in a spiritual river so music today talks about emotions and events and mantras are a time to allow yourselves to have a language of energy that provides connection to something larger. It is the vibration that is different. And how I got the courage to ask a Kundalini teacher about uh, mantra enchanting, I have always was uh, drawn to their energy. They, they seem to have a glow about them. Mm -hmm. and they're always dressed in white, you know, and they have, you know, white headdresses on. And uh, I was maybe five, six years into my personal practice and I was at the Midwest yoga conference and I walked up and I said, you know, I'm so sorry to bother you, (laughs) but I'm really curious why you wear all white and I'm really drawn to your energy and um, so she invited me to one of her workshops, and this was the owner of uh, Kundalini in the Loop. So if you live in Chicago area, it's a great place uh, to go. And she started to teach me about um, chanting, and uh, my love for chanting started there. And the practice of chanting mantra is called Japa in Sanskrit, and Jampa means repetition. So Ja, J-A, means destroying the cycle of birth and death. And Pa, P-A, means destroying all sins. Vachika japa is repeating the mantra out loud. And Apanshu japa is whispering the mantra. And then Manasika japa is silent repetition of the mantra.
1: Oh, nice. I did not know that. Like, I know, I knew what a japa was. I didn't know these details. So I am learning too,
0: Kim. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like my mind can really get stuck in the negative, and uh, mantra, whether it be chanting uh, Sanskrit words or saying a um, you know phrase in English, uh, has really helped me. Like there was a period in my 30s where I was really struggling um, with my body image, and so. As I walked uh, in the, I lived in the city at the time. And so I was walking on sidewalks. Every single time there was like a new section of sidewalk, So you know how there would be little squares or rectangles, right? That make up the sidewalk. Each one, I would just say, I'm hot and awesome. I am hot and awesome. I am hot <laughs> and awesome. Each time to get, you know, and that really started to help me to love my body um, and to love my curvy shape.
1: I love that. Oh, that's super cool. I was, um, so I typically practice, I guess it would be the Mansika Japa, which is a silent repetition when I meditate, because oftentimes I use um, mala beads. And so each bead, then I say my mantra or my prayer, For each bead so that there's 108 beads on the mala and by the time you've made it around, then you've said your mantra or prayer um, 108 times. Um, And so I typically do that as like a silent uh, repetition. But I've also like when I feel like I need extra power, then I have done so. Like, I will whisper it instead. Like, I'll say it out loud because I feel like it gives it a little bit more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I love the little, I am, I am hot and awesome. While I was pregnant, um, happy, healthy baby was my mantra that I would just say over and over again or... Um it's gonna sound silly, but whatever. This is this is what we do on this podcast. I would <laughs> <laughs> I like if the clock turns eleven eleven and you have to make the wish or whatever, it, it was always, you know, happy, happy, healthy children. And that that's been my kind of thing. Like it's it's just like a little mantra that I put out there. And I do have very happy, healthy babies. So I'm gonna
0: say yeah. it. it's totally worked for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I I, for my back injury, I was in a brace for several years and so my rib cage didn't really move very well and my diaphragm was stuck in the uh, exhale phase. You know how when you exhale, your diaphragm lifts up. Right. It
1: pushes up into the lungs.
0: Yeah. And mine was stuck that way. And so I had a muscle activation therapist that discovered that you know, gosh, like a decade after my accident. And so releasing that gave me, you know, so much joy and energy. Uh, but then when I learned to chant, because you're chanting kind of in that rhythm, it puts mm-hmm. your breath into a pace. And that really helps me create flexibility uh, back into my ribs and so that's you know I would chant out loud with my my mala uh Mm -hmm. keeping track and that really helped me get into a rhythm Mm -hmm. matter of fact I feel so good when I after I chant. when I was first learning I was like well this is great I don't need to do my exercise anymore because I feel just like I had exercised (laughs) right (laughs) right so I I had to modify that thinking process a little after a while.
1: Yeah. But. <laughs> the endorphin rush may be the same, but the, the calories burned are not.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. So it, that took me for a minute to figure that out. But, um, you know, just to talk about the healing power of it, um, Sanskrit has a lot of vowels in it. Um, and and because of that, uh, it makes it more fluid, I think, you know, when we're singing or we're chanting. Um, mm-hmm. and some, you know, you could say peace, you could say shanti, you could say bliss, you could say anata. Uh, it all means the same thing, but, you know, some of them maybe are a little easier, um, and have a different vibration because of the letters that make up the word. Mm-hmm. And once you experience it for yourself, you can feel, um, the residue that it leaves on your soul. And I always say chanting is this, is the, um, language of the cells, Mm-hmm. And um, I really think that that's you know helped me quite a bit.
1: No, I I like that. My my other mantra that I when I do my mala that I um, it's a prayer, so to speak. I don't do the whole thing, um, but I do the Ganesha mantra, the Om Gam Ganapataye Namaha. Which loosely translates to um, "Oh, Miss," you know, salutations. Ganesh, the secret power, the sound of the name Ganesh. This is the gam. Ganapatiye, another name for Ganesh. The symbol, and he uh, symbolizes the removing or the breaking of obstacles. And then Namaha is the acknowledgement of Ganesh as the supreme being. And roughly, the translation is Lord Ganesh uh, remover of all obstacles, your blessings are necessary for good beginnings. And so I often like to do that meditation in the morning. And I like to sit and go through the mala and, um, say the Ganesha prayer or the Ganesha mantra throughout my day, um, or how I start my day. And that's really been, and again, my Sanskrit is a uh, rudimentary at best, but, <laughs> but that's, um, the chanting of that even just own right the vibration of just the own can be very very powerful um in cultivating that uh energy that experience like you said like the endorphins like you just worked out that kind of thing um, just uh something about uh, speaking it and the breathing it as you're doing it.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah i I don't have um I don't have this one mantra, this one chant that I've done handy as we're talking, uh, and <laughs> I probably subconsciously <laughs> don't have it memorized as well because every time I chant it, it it's one about you know what's the biggest obstacle. And if you chant this, it'll help you find more clarity on releasing um, what the obstacle is. It'll come forward in your inner wisdom and each time that I chant that, I end up like back in deep therapy because <laughs> <laughs> something happens uh that I wasn't really expecting it to happen and um so now those that are around me at the studio, you know it's it's become a little bit of a laugh because at first I'm really shocked by it and taken aback and then through therapy I'm like, okay, it's gonna be a change. It's a change for the better. But you know, it takes me a minute to get there. But I I recently had um my heart broken and I started chanting uh Atma Hyderay Hadrayam Mahi Aham Amrate Amratam Anadam Brahmani. And what that means is my true nature is the heart. My heart is my true nature. I'm the bliss of the heart. The heart I am is the everlasting bliss of oneness. And that's really helped me repair um, my heart chakra. And if you look at the literal meaning to mantra, it's saving the mind. A mantra is a creative sound that's considered expresses of the deepest essence of things and understanding. So its repetition can evoke a, a formic or even magical way of state of enlightening um, our positive energy and do you remember uh in school when Doug Keller was saying um, he had kind of um you know depleted his nervous system and he was he used chanting to help bring back his his strength and his energy
1: I vaguely recall that I don't know I do I believe it I believe it because it's such an energetic force
0: Oh, and there's baby Jessica. Baby Jessica yeah. is
1: joining us yeah. on the podcast today.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so she says hello. <laughs> yeah, and uh, another one, because I know last uh, what, couple episodes um, ago, we were talking about light and darkness. And um, there's a chant that I, I've done that's Om Gam Gurupio Namaha. Omen salutations to that which removes the darkness of ignorance and all impediments thereto. Oh,
1: that's very pretty. I like that a lot. I I really embrace. Well, and if you think about it, many other cultures and religions embrace this. So the kind of the the chanting. You think of the the monks and uh, the Byzantines. And, um, you know, in many churches, there's a lot of chanting and prayer and a lot of repetition. And I, I think that, you know, all of that wouldn't have been passed down through the centuries and through the practices in almost every single culture if there wasn't power behind it.
0: Absolutely. I mean, our military uses mantra, churches use mantra, um, schools use mantra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's pretty much everywhere. So do you believe in enlightenment as a certain state that you can achieve, or do you think it's more of a process?
1: Um, I, I do think it's more of a process. I don't know. I would love to say that it's, um, I, it's it's a tough call for me. That's one of those a little more esoteric questions because I feel like in many ways, um, you know, enlightenment may be achieved many uh. lifetimes down the line. Um, I think maybe if you can dedicate your life to seeking it, but at the same time, I also think it's kind of a practice. Like it's kind of just like everything else um, enlightenment to me is is like being good. We're, we're never done being good. We just continue to practice it. Does that make sense? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, we just try to do our best all the time. And I don't know. I don't know. I mean, perhaps that's what's ready for us and after you know our time on on earth as we know it is done is some form of enlightenment or bliss beyond beyond what we experience here Mm -hmm. um Or maybe it's knowledge or maybe it's, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. For me, I think I have glimpses, like little teeny like glimpses of enlightenment, Mm -hmm. but it's definitely like this huge process to get to the little blip of a glimpse. (laughs) Sure. Um, Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But, you know, mantra is an important guideline in my, in my life and my work, um, you know, I even use mantra when I'm working on uh, the horses, you know, if I'm um, trimming hooves or um, brushing them or braiding manes, um, especially if we hit, my dad has a younger horse that's, you know, a little bit of a handful. And yeah. I just start doing uh, yeah. loku, samusta, suki no babantu, mm. and I start mm-hmm. chanting that and, you know, just completely relaxes and like when T had his accident, Um, I, you know, I chanted Baku Bob and two from, you know, one veterinarian to the hospital. And, you know, again, he, Mm -hmm. you know, just relaxed into that. I I
1: chose that one as well while my son was in surgery after he was born. Then I did that one. And for our listeners who don't know that one, um, and I'm not going to look it up, I'm going to butcher it like i do everything else but uh it is may all beings everywhere be happy and free and may my time on this earth uh basically what i do work towards that goal the freedom and the happiness of others Mm -hmm. um all beings not just the people
0: yeah
1: um and i i really think that that one's very lovely as well and i have chanted that i have sang that And I have just, in general, just prayed that, that one in particular. Um, I really like it. Additionally, I think there's something to be said to, um, you know, the power of positive thinking, the putting things out there into the universe. The idea of, I think, prayer and mantra and song in that way is just um, a way of spreading positivity and optimism and the things that you want to happen, you know, putting, putting the good out there and, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and, and helping you, like you said, with your, you know, helping yourself with your body image, like when, what you project is kind of, you know, what you put out there is what you get back. And, and I do
0: definitely believe that. I even use it in difficult situations.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: um, for example, I was going to an event and I thought, well, someone who I was struggling with in a in a relationship was probably going to be there. And so I had prepped myself for that. And, you know, what would that look like? I want them to be comfortable. I don't want them, you know, to make it awkward. And so I'm definitely going, if I see them, I'm definitely going to be smile. And, you know, even though I might be nervous to re-interact with the person and Um, you know, I, I did end up seeing that person and they, I smiled when we made eye contact and they fled Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, walked away and I thought, okay, so they're not ready. And rather than beat myself up of, you know, what could I have done different, just should on myself, uh, I decided to go into may they be happy, may they be healthy, may Mm -hmm. they, you know, they're suffering, um, be you know reduced and so I just went into like a loving kindness meditation Mm -hmm. with them and that really helped kind of um, center my energy to get rid of some of that anxiety of the situation and also to send them loving kindness because um, they're obviously still struggling Mm -hmm.
1: no I, I think that that's a great practice as well and that's a good reminder just in general when somebody is, maybe treats you poorly or maybe doesn't react. Do you know what I mean? Like in Mm -hmm. a situation where, um, you know, to, to take that, just that brief second, that's all it takes is to flip the switch and say, you know, maybe that person's not having a good day, like to have that empathy for them instead of reacting. Than it, you know, responding, whether you're doing it internally with your own in, internal dialogue or whether you respond to them in that way directly. Um, it can be nice to be in that space where you can say, okay, well, I am, I am going to send loving kindness because I don't need this to bring me down. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, absolutely. So, I mean, I I think that that can be really helpful in awkward situations, but it can also be helpful. I mean, you might not even know the person, but if somebody's, I've had that, um, I had a really rough day in a government building. Was it this, I believe it was like the secretary of state's office and the employee there was not very kind. And and I could have reacted like, oh, you're rude. (laughs) But instead like inside, I thought to myself, oh, they must be having a bad day. This job is stressful. Dealing with the public can be stressful. You probably have people yelling at you all Mm -hmm. the time, you know, Um, and just try to flip it to be like, whatever it is. And so I kind of thought that as I walked away, like whatever that is that made you have a bad day, I hope it gets better.
0: Um, Well, And too, I think about like, customer service people, right? Like if you have to call Mm -hmm. customer service, work your way through the phone system, Mm -hmm. all the holding, you know, you finally get to someone, you know, chances are they're going to tell you something at some point that you don't really want to hear because to go through all of that, you usually have a problem, right? Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to remember that they are a person on the other side that still has a family, that still has life struggles. You know, they have the unfortunate... (laughs) job to have to tell you the bad news and just to, you know, remember that they're human and, you know, absolutely. And sometimes,
1: sometimes you get treated a little better when you can be that way. I find it's not a mantra, but it's definitely a practice that I have when I am unhappy with something. If I'm calling to complain or I'm calling one of those customer service things, or I've been on hold for a very long time, I will always say to the person right off the bat, I'm not happy with X, Y, or Z, but I know that it's not you. And please don't take my complaint about X, Y, or Z personally. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And if, and if supervisor either, but you know what I mean? Like to um, say, if there's something that you can't do to help resolve my problem immediately, maybe (laughs) so that you and I both don't feel bad, (laughs) 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 then just expedite me to the next person who might be able to help me out.
0: Yeah. Have you chanted the Gayatri
1: mantra at all? Um, I, again, because I struggle with Sanskrit, I have chanted it with others. I've never really been able to do it on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure if I sat down with maybe some YouTube and worked with it, I could. Um, But it's not something that I've um, prioritized enough to really get it
0: on my own. The Gayatri, uh, mantra is the oldest prayer on earth. Wow. And I have, uh, I have not, I am with you. I have not uh, put that in my personal practice. I have chanted, uh, it with others and had it chanted, um, you know, over my body, but, um, Mm -hmm. I have not added that to my practice. It is something that I would like to do, but I haven't gotten around to that yet.
1: Yeah. There are a few things like that on my list, but it's like, I want to know, you know, not just how to do it and how to do it properly, but to know the translation and just know it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it's like many of the things on my list (laughs) Mm -hmm. that I, I hope to attain someday, but it's just not been one of the, one of the things that I've gotten to yet. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, if you just even think about the energy of the sun, right, we can't live without the sun. It's the basis of everything. Mm -hmm. So, you know, chanting can be like giving your light to yourself so that it can rub off on the world. And that enlightenment is a slow awakening so that you can start to see and look at uh, beautiful things in the world, goodness in the world. And the more that you understand the cycle of life, the more you can relax and make friends um, with death because... You know, we all are going to die. And enlightenment is kind of this process of growth um, and learning as we go through this um, life cycle.
1: Yeah, on our time here. No, I, I like that too. You brought up, you know, just in general kind of is uh, can be like song or like singing. Um. And, you know, being, um, having been a musician and music is very important to me and um, sacred sounds just in general, um, it just made me think of how you really can change your mood with things that you listen to with something. I mean, whether you're, you're the one um, singing it or saying it or whether you're listening to it so that's like another way to practice mantra and you know maybe you don't even think about it this way but maybe even putting on your favorite song on the radio you know playing your favorite song on repeat a couple of times is still a way of kind of that same kind of thing that mantra changing your mood or projecting out there what you want um through vocalization whether it's yours or somebody else's. So yeah, how many times did you put you... on a song <laughs> and it like oh, changed yeah. your whole mood?
0: Yeah. Cause as you're saying that I, I, I immediately, uh, as you're talking, I was like, I'm going to get on my iTunes and see when I started this. So in 2015, I started making a playlist for the year and, um, I pick songs for their lyrics, um, for upbeat. And mm-hmm. so now I've been doing it for, um, one, two, three, four, five years. And, uh, I love it. And it's funny because I'll go back and listen to other years and they, each playlist has like a different feel to it. And it's really interesting, but I can put it on and immediately um, kind of boost, boost myself and, you know, dance around like nobody's watching me do my old moves, my old kind of dance moves.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so fun. Well, I have a surprise for you because this is totally like, this is everybody's hearing it all at the same time, but I've been working on a playlist for you, you and have? I have songs specifically for you specifically for feeling good. I love it. So I'm going to send that to you after we get off. I don't have them in any particular order yet, but I've been saving songs that remind me of Kim on my <laughs> Apple music. <laughs> I love it. So I'm going to send those to you when we get off the off the air today they won't be in any particular order but I will send them your way
0: awesome I can't <laughs> wait that's fun yay I love it. <laughs> oh
1: that's so cool that you brought that up because I'm like that's funny because I've been working yeah. on this playlist just
0: for Kim I think too do you remember in school I'm going to look back because um I, during school I think I yeah I challenged us to come up with my inspire and calm playlist and I'd asked all our roomies, uh, you know, what, what inspires and creates calm? And um, I made a playlist for that, too. Mm. So that's awesome. Nice. That's fantastic. Well, I can't wait to see that. Yeah. Well, it's been great uh, talking with you about mantra. And I, ch- I challenge the Cragitarians to choose a mantra and make friends with it and start to sing it to yourself. Absolutely. It can really
1: be life-changing. Same. And thank you for sharing your knowledge on mantra with me today, Kim. I appreciate it. For all of you courage out there, hit us up on all of our social media, Where the Lotus Grows, or write us at info, And of course, rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Where the Lotus Grows. Join us in further conversations. We believe that you bring valuable knowledge to this community. You can find us at wherethelotusgrows.com, wherethelotusgrows on Instagram and Facebook, or Twitter, wherethelotusg1, because we were not on top of that one. Remember that though we are professionals in our field, the topics discussed and or advice given is general information and not intended to treat or diagnose. Please seek the guidance of a medical, integrative health, bodywork, or yoga therapy professional for a full evaluation. If you like what you hear,
0: please take the time to rate us on iTunes or your preferred podcast platform.